The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. 15, 64, 50, 80, 90, hey, hey, hey! Hey, you guys. <gasps> oh, my God! Oh, my God! Welcome to a very Brady podcast, and I'm one of your hosts, and my name is Jimmy. And with me, as always, is the other host of the show, Tech. Hi. Hi. And on this podcast, we celebrate classic, iconic TV shows as we break them down one episode at a time. What we do, Tech, as you know, mm-hmm. we take each episode, mm. we t- we break its ass down. Ooh, go on, go preach. We take its dor- dorky, nerdy self. Make it look like a golden girl, complete with Sophia's glasses. <laughs> Teach it how to sit and dance like a spaz, only to watch it make a complete ass of itself. And us. Uh, All hmm. for you, the listener. Hmm. Hmm. On today's episode, we look at Give me a prick. season one, episode eight, <laughs> entitled Julia's Rejectory. No. Reje- nope. Rejectory? What is that? No. Nope. It's Rejectory. Julia's nope. Rejection. <laughs> nope. Still not right. What am I saying? Julia's rejection. It's still not right. Oh, it's not Julia. Sorry, it's Julie's rejection. Wow. There you go. Talk there about go. rejection. You're rejecting my oh, sentence. That's why um, you did it. Because uh, I thought how about you could uh, read like I would like I'd fuck up again. <laughs> If you you haven't watched this episode, please feel free to stop the podcast. Go watch it before continuing. You don't have to, but it might make it at least a little bit more funny if you do. Give me a break. It's available to stream on Tubi TV. Nice. Nice. Well done. Tubi or not Tubi. Well done. Yeah. You did good, kid. So how was your week? It was okay. Um, it was a short, short week to work because, you know, the holiday, the new year and all. Um, true, true. Yeah. How was yours? It was fine as mine. Kind of chatty. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> Boom. Yeah, I had Monday Boom. off, but I had to work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then today. Today's Friday. And um, yeah, when I went back to work Tuesday, nobody was there. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think for a second, like, I'm I'm supposed to be here today, right? Because the parking lot was empty. But So why... why why were you the only one to go back to work? Well, because I work what's called a 980 shift. I know you know what it is, but other people may not. And um, the the company, I think the company wanted one more day and before the end of the year. So they're like, we have an idea. <laughs> we're going to switch your Friday off. And the Monday, we're going to switch them. That hmm. way, the very last day of the year, we get an extra work day. And then you'll have the second off. So I was like, uh, uh, nope, because that's not my day to work. <laughs> so I had already had a week planned off. I'm like, no, I'm not coming in. Which man I had to come in the second because that was my normal day to work. I gotcha. So, I gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Yep, yeah. Yeah. I was off on Monday. Uh, I just worked Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That was it. So because mm-hmm. I'm always off on Fridays unless we have overtime. But yeah. Yeah. This coming week, not this weekend, but next weekend, I have a four day weekend because I have Monday off for... Martin Luther the King. Mm. Man, you ain't mm. never met no Martin Luther the King. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I never met Martin Luther King, but I met um, Tony Danza and Don so Rickles. Cool. Don't forget and that. Don Rickles, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's yeah. just, you know, it's a good segue, by the way, because, you know, they recently just put Who's the Boss on Hulu. And I was like, shit, I haven't seen this show in a long time. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm going to watch some Who's the Boss. And so I watched the, the pilot episode today and I was like, it's pretty good. Like, I was impressed. I was <laughs> that was like, a good show, yeah. <clears throat> I was like, that was not as dumb as I thought it was going to be. Like, right. like it holds up. And Tony Danza's so fucking charismatic. I'd never thought of Tony Danza's being charismatic before. But when in that pilot episode, I was like, damn, he's fucking charismatic. Did, did, you, did you think he was kind of hot? I mean, in a masculine way. Like, he had a shirt off. No, no homo, but do you think he was kind of hot? Yeah, he's a good looking dude. Yeah, right. Yeah. Back then, he used to work out and shit. And he used to box and stuff. Yeah. Well, they show it in the opening credits. Yeah. So. Well, not in the pilot. Because the he, pilot episode no? is just them driving. Just like he most didn't pilot. have a dream or two in the pilot? <laughs> well, because well, the, the pilot episode opens up with him and Samantha in New York, you know. And then she's like, got another fight. She got a black guy. And he's like, that's it. We're moving here, Samantha. And so, like, they get in their van and then the opening credits is them driving to Connecticut oh, yeah, to move that, in yeah. with yeah. Angela, Angel yeah. Mona, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched the second episode and uh it was just as good as the first. So I was like, damn, I think I'm gonna continue on. I hope we get a Who's the Boss episode coming up sometime this season. So I was I was looking at shirts one time and I and I bought a shirt. And I only bought it because I had a picture of Tony Dan's on it. I just thought it was cool that I had a picture of Tony Dan's on it, right? <laughs> and I come, <laughs> I didn't even read what it said, to be honest with you. I just, it, it just said Tony, it had some word yeah. on it and it just said Tony Dan's on it. So I come home and I show it to Megan. Megan's like, <laughs> that's funny. I get it. When it's just Tony Dan's I watch. She goes, no, <laughs> but it's, it's funny. You know, Elton John. I'm like, well, no, Tony Danza. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? She's like the Elton John song. Like, oh, I, don't, oh, I, know, I don't know, I know what, what, you're what you're talking about, but the shirt says hold me closer and it's got a picture of Tony Dan's on it. I didn't get the joke at all. And even when she said the Elton John song, hold me closer. I'm like, you're not, I'm not following you. She's like, hold me closer. Tony Danza. I'm like, he didn't put out a song called hold me closer. She's like, <laughs> Tiny no, dancer. that's what it sounds like. He's saying it might be. Oh, I get it now. So, yeah. So anyways, to make a short story long, I have a shirt with Tony Dan's on it. Home close and I met Tony, Tony Danza. Danza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that was in a Friends episode. That joke. I have no idea. Yeah, and also Sting said that Ross can get tickets to the show because Sting said he sang Ross can. <laughs> also in a Friends <laughs> episode, okay. Ross can. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> and if he was just joking, I bet that. Stings. Uh, you are a fucking gift to the show, Jimmy. Oh, yes. You're on fire. I just, I just thought of that. Believe it or not, I just thought of that off the top of my head. Just no shit. I just thought of it. Yeah. So, yeah. what is your history with... Give me a brick. Give me a brick. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen this since I was a kid, and... This first episode kind of shocked me because I'm like, where's Joey Lawrence? Because I remember it being Nell, Nell yeah. Carter, and Joey Lawrence. That's all I remember from the show. Apparently, yeah. he wasn't even in season one. No, he wasn't. He didn't come in until later on. Was he like the cousin or something? Like, he's, oh my God, is he Oliver? He might be. Yeah. Maybe that's why the show got canceled. Oh my God. Mm. I don't know. Was um, he all muscular and shit when he was a kid? <laughs> 
<laughs> now, Joey Lawrence, too, is another one, I'll admit, in adulthood, it's a good-looking dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was fucking funny on Blossom. Holy shit. But, uh, <laughs> um, but I, I watched it as a kid here and there, um, but I don't remember any episodes specifically. Although the according to IMDb section coming down in a minute, there is something that's mentioned there that I do remember. I remember that episode. Um, but other than that, this is always kind of surprise. I was like, God, I don't remember the being an old ass fucking man as a dad to these teenage <laughs> girls. Like, yeah, yeah. is this grandpa? Like, what the fuck passed to this guy? <laughs> and then the three daughters. As soon as I saw the daughters, I was like, it all came back to me. I was like, oh yeah. my god, yes, I remember this now. And what's funny is like he's probably like our age. He's probably younger than us. Right? <laughs> right? You look at him. He's like, he was thirty seven. Yeah. In this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I always thought the the oldest girl, Katie. I always thought she looked. Remember that that movie with Tom Cruise where he humps that chick on the subway? Uh, yeah, it's um, uh, Risky Business. Yeah, I think I always thought she looked like that chick from Risky, the one Rebecca that was humping. Uh, yeah, the one that was humping um, um, Kurt Cameron on um, Growing Pains for a while. Rebecca DeMornay. Yeah, um, I can see that. Um, yeah, she's definitely cute for sure um i don't think she I, went on to do anything when i looked her up i, I mean she'd done a few things but not really yeah a whole lot yeah when she walked <laughs> i mentioned it later when she walked in the room like the first time seeing her in the episode i was mm-hmm. like oh shit <laughs> i was like she's fucking hot and then <laughs> i looked up like you're talking okay. about no carter or you're talking about the oldest sister <laughs> both <laughs> oh, okay. no, no carter's got that ass <laughs> no. Yeah, no, Katie and I looked it up to make sure I was allowed to say this because she is twenty in this episode. So, <laughs> yeah. what is your history with? Uh, give, give me a break. It, same as you. Like I, I, it brought back a lot of memories watching. I definitely watched it when I was a kid when it was on TV and stuff. Um, my mom liked it, but my dad didn't because he was really he was like a racist dick. So, um, so like when he, we would watch it sometimes if he wasn't in the room kind of thing. Anyways, I'm going off on a tangent. Um, well, it's kind of funny because you said he was a racist dick and I'm thinking, so what's the problem with this show? And then I was yeah. like, oh, I didn't even see color, Jimmy. Didn't even see yeah. color. I was like, it's got a <laughs> black person in it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You looked around. It's nice. Nice yeah. touch. Yeah, you like the visual humor on, a, on an audio um, podcast? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had watched it when I was a kid and stuff. And I and same as you, I remember uh, Joey Lawrence and stuff being on it. Um, I don't remember a whole lot of detail. Like, I can't tell you a specific episode or anything, but I remember the show. Uh, what's funny is you had mentioned Blossom earlier. Yeah. I saw an interview with the entire Big Bang cast on Conan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. And they were talking to Mayim Bialik. And she yeah. had said something about, she said, well, my first kiss ever because they were talking about different characters on the show that have had to kiss over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, my first kiss ever was on Blossom. Like, that was that was my <laughs> first screen kiss and my first kiss. Mm. And um, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel. He's like, who was it? And she's like, well, it was Jonathan Galecki. <laughs> and they're like, was what? He on Blossom? She's like, that's, yeah, she's like, that was the first person I, I kissed ever. And he's like, you should do it again. And so they're staring at each other and she's just like, yeah. So she gets up, starts making out with them. It's like, this is disturbing. This is weird. This is like your mom making out with your friend. Like, this is strange. So, <laughs> so he's made out with two different girls on two different shows. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's kind of funny. We talk about Joey Lawrence and Tony Danza. 
What's interesting about those two actors? They're both hot. <laughs> okay, that's not where I was going with that. Uh, okay. Well, you said it before, not me. So. No, it was, they, they both play. Tony Danza always plays Tony, and Joey Lawrence always right. plays Joey. And that's I don't know point, why. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw an interview with Tony Danza one time, and he they had asked him the same question. Like, why is your character always named Tony? He goes, you really want to know? Because they come to me and they say, hey. What should we name your character? And he always goes, I don't know. How about Tony? And they always go, cool. And he's like, that's that's honestly the reason. He's like, I'll play any name. It's just they always ask me. And I'm like, how about Tony? And it's always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So what did you think of this episode of Give Me a Break? It was. The acting was terrible. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> for teenage girls, they were just awful. I mean, they were acting at the same quality as like six year olds. It's just. That kind of ruined it a little bit because I feel well, like there was stuff that should have been foreshadowed or stuff like subplots that should have been touched on that weren't at all. So there were times where I was taking everything at face value because the acting was so bad. And you're like, oh, they were I was supposed to feel like this, wasn't I? Oh, oops. You know, <laughs> well, I get it like with Julie care. Julie's characters. But well, no, not her character. The actress, Julie and Katie. She was awful, too. <clears throat> Samantha um, was the best female actor on the show. <laughs> well, Julie, it always looked like she was like, every time she had to do like, you know, physical comedy, she always had this smile on her face. And I was like, come on, dude. That's like, it's amateur, you know? Well, then she's waiting for her cue line to even start acting. <laughs> I hope she doesn't hear this. It's going to be embarrassing. But. <laughs> um, I actually laughed out loud probably four times in this episode. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm, was, I'm not saying it wasn't funny. I was funny. very surprised. Yeah. I was like, and you don't really watch a show like this for the acting. You don't watch a show like this to be moved. That's, when, right. that's not why you watch it. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I actually laughed out loud a few times. I was like, damn, this is a lot funnier than I thought it was going to be. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, especially for the time period. Yeah. I said period. Um, I thought No Carter was fantastic. She she yeah. made me laugh the most out of anybody else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like with her, it wasn't a whole lot of acting. Hey, she played Nell. <laughs> Nell's playing Nell. Joey's playing Joey. You know. Huh. <laughs> I, I, I thought I remember later on in the series that Nell moves out of the house with Joey Lawrence. And their next door know. neighbor is Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, God. After she had got discovered on Star Search. <laughs> but do you remember that? Where she lived in an apartment? Rosie O'Donnell with three and a quarter stars. Sorry. Um, what? No. I, do I remember that? No. Yeah. No, okay. no. Maybe you dreamed it. Are you sure you got the show right? Well, I mean, because she was naked in it, right? <laughs> oh, God. But, uh, maybe oh. I was dreaming it. Maybe I was dreaming it. Hey, oh, you're no. the one that said she had that ass that didn't quit or something like that. Well, first of all, I thought you were referring to Rosie O'Donnell. I would much rather see No Carter naked than Rosie O'Donnell. That's what naked. I was talking about. <laughs> right. So I thought you were talking about Rosie O'Donnell naked. Oh, oh. no, no, no. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. But yeah, I think I think later on in the series she moves out and like the guy leaves the show, the girls, the teenage girls leave the show. And I think it's just Nell Carter and Joey Lawrence, and then Rosie O'Donnell is the next door neighbor. I don't remember any Rosie O'Donnell, but I don't know. Well, let's look right now. All right. Speculate. Um, of course, you got to, we have to because listeners are going, yes, fucking Rosie O'Donnell's on the show for fucking three like, seasons. Guys, guys you know? hush. They're going to check. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know she was. I know she was. Listen, they're looking it up right now. Hold on. You know, somebody out there's going, Jimmy's full of shit. He's going to watch. He's going to apologize here in a second. Yeah, see, Rosie O'Donnell played Maggie O'Brien. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm just not a fan of Rosie O'Donnell. I used to be a long time ago. There was a time where I was a fan of Rosie O'Donnell, but then she got political and loud mouthy and fucking annoying. So Matthew Perry was on it too. Hmm. Mm. That's fun. Mm. Matthew Perry was also on drugs. <laughs> oh, I don't know where you're going with it. <laughs> some some famous show, but I forgot now. <laughs> oh yeah, he was, wasn't he? Anyways, we're going off on he a He played a, a rich guy, like a rich kid on some episode or something. It was either like Family Ties or Cosby Show or something like that. Mm-hmm. I hmm. But yeah. So it wasn't too bad. I, I didn't I didn't hate it. You know, I mean? I'd watch it again. Yeah. For Not sure. Yeah. So it's been about 16 minutes and I'm exhausted, so I think we need to take another break. Yeah, we should. All right, cool. In that case, we're going to take our first break, and when we come back, we're going to... Uh, to die. Hey, we should have used the line, give me a break. Like, you know, oh, <laughs> I mean, like, you want to go I back be like, man, I'm starting to get... You know, like, I'll keep talking, be like, man, I'm starting to get tired. Why don't you give me a break? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, that's dumb. Um, all right, we'll be back. Hey, Gen Xers, get the news and podcasts that matter to you on Rediscover the 80s. Each week, hosts Jason and Wyatt deliver two shows that will connect you with the past. First, listen to the 80s weekly newscast with retro pop culture headlines from the world of movies. They are actually trying to reboot The Naked Gun with Liam Neeson. Streaming. Transformers Earth Spark. What did you think, man? It looked interesting, but it looks like it's another spin-off of the uh, Rescue Bots. Collectibles and more. They made Tina Turner into a Barbie. Then listen to Memory Jogger, featuring memories from the 80s and early 90s. We're going to spin the old randomizer tonight. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's spin it. <laughs> oh, a big one. Transformers and GoBots. Star Wars. Ooh, we might be here a while. <laughs> Robin Ooh. Williams. What a tribute. Yeah, Robin Williams. Ooh, oh, grandparents. Michael, Michael J. Fox. Fox. PSA commercials. PSA commercials. Ooh, okay. Listen to both shows now on Rediscover the 80s. Search now in popular listening apps or stream from your browser at rediscoverthe80s.com. The 80s Weekly and Memory Jogger. Two shows that will help you rediscover the 80s. And we are back. We are back. We are back. Back again. <laughs> we are back. No, sorry. We Tell have friends. Yeah. We are back. We are back. We, sorry. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we have. Give me a break. <laughs> Season one, episode eight, entitled Julia's Rejection. No. No, no, no. <laughs> God. Julie want her name to be Julia. I don't know. Because Julie's. I don't know. I have a niece named Julie. Maybe that's why. Um, no, you have a niece named Julie. Right. And maybe I'm afraid that that the character is going to come out of this and ask me for money. There, I said it. Um, 
<laughs> so season one, episode eight, entitled Julie's Rejection. There you go. So let's get into this. Some facts about the episode. It first aired December 17th, 1981. Damn. Written by Ted Bergman, Mort Lockman, and Cy Rosen. Hmm. Hmm. Directed by Dick (laughs) Hardwood. (laughs) Dick Hardwood. Any one of those syllables is funny, even of itself. And he has all three. And you can even rearrange them and still be funny, like hard dickwood. Wood hard dick. So according to I no, according to Wikipedia. Oh, oh shit. Over the six-year run, celebrities often appeared on the show, including singers Whitney Houston, Andy Gibb, Sammy Davis Jr., Ray Parker Jr., and Mm. the Pointer Sisters. More often than not, the guest singers would perform a song with Nell on the episode. Shocking. And I guess to be a a guy on the show, I guess you had to be a junior. Yeah. I mean, Ray Parker only had like one hit, so I mean... (laughs) That's true. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what's going to have been a, a, a Halloween episode, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Other notable guests include Pat Sajak from The Wheel, mm. Milton Berle, who apparently had a huge long. Look yeah. it up for real. Danny Nell Glover. Knows. What's that? Nell knows. Oh, you know she knows. <laughs> Danny Glover, who's always getting too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Rue McClanahan. <laughs> Tony Randall. Helen Hunt, Don Rickles, Gwen Verdon, Dennis Haysbert, Ernie Hudson, Gary Collins, and Elizabeth Berkeley, who was definitely so excited. (laughs) She was so excited. (laughs) She just can't hide it. Uh, I wonder if Ernie Hudson was on that episode with Ray Parker Jr. Oh, probably. They probably couldn't get like Dan Aykroyd or Bill Murray. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. The cast performed a live episode on March 2nd, 1985 with the episode Cat Story. It was a promotional gimmick which went off without any major incidents. You know, I, I don't remember this, but I remember when Charles in Charge did a live episode. Yeah. It must have been around this time, too. Well, Drew Carey show did one, too. Hmm. Interesting. But I think they mixed drew carey show with whose line because they had random spots where they had to like improvise shit or something i can't remember mm-hmm. <clears throat> according to tv land's 100 most unexpected moments the episode baby of the family ranked number 38 depicted joey dressing and performing in blackface mm-hmm. at nell's church benefit a plan hatched by samantha to, reta- <laughs> to retaliate for nell forbidding her to go on an unchaperoned camping trip Damn, that's mm-hmm. fucked up. Yeah. It's weird to see a maid with power. You know? It's just <laughs> odd. Strange. Yes, Over the cl- she's the sassy black maid. <laughs> exactly, yeah. People are afraid to tell her no. They're just like, okay, Alice, okay. But with Nell, they're just like, you tell her. I'm not telling her that. <laughs> Over the course of the series run, they used two different theme songs. The first one was composed by Bob Christensen with lyrics by Bob Garrett and... Marley Sims. The second was composed by Jay Graydon in lyrics by Richard Page. This one was introduced in season three and played throughout the remainder of the series run. The new theme has similarities to the first, but with more positive attitude. Mm. Carter performed both themes. Mm-hmm. 
Nice. I guess she didn't need anybody to get for a break. So. <laughs> hmm. All right. So you ready? To, you uh, you ready to fade in? You ready to do this? Oh, give me a break, Jimmy. Of course I am. <laughs> All right. In that case, we fade in. Living room that looks strangely like the living room for married with children. <laughs> Think about it. A little it. bit. A little it looks bit, a lot like it. <laughs> Nell is sitting on the couch looking through a newspaper. She reads out loud, "Buy one ten-pound bag of garlic and get one free." All right. She then cuts out the coupon with Ju- when Julie walks in. She sits and she says, "Looks like it's just you and me tonight, Nell." Nell says, "Yeah." Your sister leave already? Julie sighs and says, See, I got to concentrate every time I say Julie. <laughs> to not say Julia. I don't know why I was trying to say that. Julie sighs and says, you better believe it. Those snooty girls and their sorority are real strict. If you're late, they rip the alligator off your shirt. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nell puts the newspaper down, turns towards her and says, well, Julie, what are you going to do tonight? Julie then lets down her hair and says, well... God. Oh damn! <laughs> uh huh. She's thinking the same thing you were earlier. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> I didn't do that. So that was an accident. She's like, why don't you? Why don't you stand up for a minute? No. Why don't you, can you reach on the coffee table? And give me that. Anyways, <clears throat> no. Instead, Julie says, "Well, um, want to go upstairs and help me with my coin collection?" Hmm. Now thinks for a moment and says, "Yeah, who wouldn't?" No. <laughs> Nell says, let's do something more exciting, like uh, throw crumbs on the floor and watch the ants race. Hmm. She then gets up, rolls her eyes, and walks away. Just then, Carl walks down the stairs wearing a plaid coat and button-up sleeves. Julie notices and says, wow, Dad, that's some jacket. Carl says, I got it especially for the hockey game tonight. He then turns to Nell and asks, what do you think? Nell looks and says, more tang than Neil Armstrong, I tell you. <laughs> Heck yeah. I don't remember her saying that. Yeah. That oh, yeah. Right. You just weren't. She said it with her eyes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, what she really says is, what she says with her mouth is, <laughs> somewhere there's a motel with a shower curtain missing. <laughs> Carl says, a Pizza Hut tablecloth. Thank you very much. <laughs> no. no, he says, you got no taste. Samantha then comes running down the stairs saying, hi, you guys. Now greets her with a, hi, baby. You two better get going before you miss the kickoff. Samantha says, Nell, it's not a kickoff. It's called a face-off. Oh, shit. Boy, can't wait. Like Who, who wouldn't know that? Come on. Mm-hmm, I know, right? Like, say, who wouldn't know that. that it wasn't? Everybody knows it's called a face-off. Like, we haven't watched the Super Bowl. <laughs> Samantha then looks for something to act like a... Uh, 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 Nike swoosh uh, stick. Oh, like um, um, like the thing that the with the the where you, it's got the oversized part and like the thing when you in play the pong, but the little stick and that the, they play. Yeah, the pong little with. thing with the and it's got the scoop. The on Nike it. swoosh. The, the scoop with yeah. along with the net. Yeah, I, I want to say. Well, I don't know if they let girls play it. But. 
<laughs> you I mean like it. like Mickey Mouse Club? Yeah, and that. <clears throat> yeah. She grabs an umbrella and says, "The center gets the puck." He stick handles to the left, dekes out the defenseman. Across the crease (laughs) and flicks a wrist shot into the net, and it's a goal. (laughs) You sound like such a nerd. God, you're a nerd. (laughs) That sounds like me when I pick my nose at a stoplight. (laughs) That's my play by play. You have a little net net in your car. He sticks it to the right. Anyways. <laughs> Samantha then raises her hands in victory, yelling, Yay! As Julie and Nell clap for. Samantha walks over to Julie and says, Give me <laughs> Give me a five. <laughs> oh my god, we're so stupid. Oh. She then <laughs> She then does it to Nell as well. She then goes back to daydreaming saying, boy, would I love to be a hockey player. Nell puts her arms around her and says, that's great, sweetheart. You'd be the first 13 year old with false teeth. (laughs) Carl then walks over ready to go and says, okay, Samantha, Samantha, (laughs) honey, let's get, let's get moving. Samantha excited says, okay, dad, and runs to the door still with the umbrella in her hand and says, I wouldn't want to miss any of the fun stuff. High sticking, fighting, hooking, docking, spearing, soaking, <laughs> slashing. What, what? what was that? What was that one? <laughs> <laughs> go, go back a couple. Go back. Oh, spearing. No, no, no. Before spearing. Uh, hooking. No, no, no. Between hooking and spearing. (laughs) Docking and soaking. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. (laughs) Like you've never done. Okay. (laughs) Carl then yanks the umbrella away from her and says, I don't care what it costs. First thing tomorrow, she starts ballet lessons. Hmm. They both rush off and Nell closes the door. (laughs) So, um, did you notice when she was like, give me five, give me, give me a five. And she was like, give me five. And then her sister gives her five and she turns to Nell, give me five. And Nell like slaps her. <laughs> I don't know if you heard it's very subtle, but Nell goes, ow. Yeah, uh, but my night awesome. was like, as soon as I saw the daughters, I was like, oh my God, I remember this now. Yeah. So it all came rushing back. Uh, what what the hell is she going to do with 20 pounds of garlic? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, is there like a vampire problem? Like, like you don't know what you would do with 20 pounds of garlic. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm talking about uh, Julie. She's like 15 going on 80. Like the way she's dressed and everything. Because she really does have Sophia's glasses on from 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 Golden Girls. <laughs> yeah, she does look. Uh, you know, what she kind of looks like. Hold on. Uh, yeah, you got your Sophia coffee yeah, mug. Yeah, there. but the glasses—that's hundred percent Julie's glasses. Anyway, All right. <clears throat> you know, you know who she looks like. Not your coffee cup, but the actress who plays Julie. She looks like the nerdy kid from summer school. I don't know, but she looks like. Uh, she reminded me of Georgia Spencer. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. 
No, but if you think about it, you remember the nerdy kid from summer school? The kid that was kind of a dork that had a weird voice. Oh, the like nasally voice yeah. kid? With, like the She kind of reminds me of him a little bit. Oh, okay. You don't think so? Mm-mm. The, the little rich kid, the little nerdy rich kid. He was also in Saved by the Bell, I think. Probably. He played um, <laughs> uh, Screech's uh, girlfriend's ex-boyfriend. Not the same kid? I don't remember. Anyways. Um, <clears throat> also, that's not a jacket. It's a flannel shirt. Let's not get too confused. No, they make thick flannel. I have one myself. It's flannel, but it's thick like a jacket. That doesn't make it a jacket. What makes it a jacket? It being a jacket. <laughs> it is a jacket. <laughs> I don't know about his specifically. Mine is a jacket. It's flannel. It looks like a flannel shirt, but it's thick like a jacket. It's got a collar. It's well, got see, like, snaps. I've seen jackets that look like a flannel that a flannel shirt, but it's got like the jacket liner on the inside. His yeah. was just a shirt. It was just a flannel shirt. That's all it was. I I, I swear when Samantha first came down, I thought she was Joey Lawrence for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was a couple times where so I was like, oh, there's Joe. Oh, wait, that's not Joey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scene two. After Nell closes the door, Julie says, let's watch some TV now. She looks on the TV guide and says, oh, wow. I'm sure glad dad isn't here. He would never let me watch this. It's a TV movie about a cute... Some would say dashingly hot high. What? Oh shit! Hot high school boy that joins a swim team. <sighs> really? First scene you read? Really? First sentence you read? <laughs> and when he puts on his speedos, he flows through the water like a torpedo. <laughs> a speedo torpedo, if you will. It's called, <sighs> really? <laughs> Get wet with my torpedo. <laughs> well, you're arrogant. Actually, she says, it's a TV movie about a call girl on Rodeo Drive. Nell says, oh, yeah? She takes TV Guide from her and says, oh, yeah, there it is, the $6 million woman. <laughs> she hands it back to Julie and asks, why are you even home tonight? Why are you out with Katie and her friends having fun? Julie sits beside Nell and asks, You mean Katie's club? No, those girls are idiots. Hi, I'm a silver slipper, and I'm pretty and popular, and on a warm day, my IQ goes up to 70. <laughs> Nell pats her on the leg and says, Oh, come on, it can't be that bad. Julie says, Nell, the biggest thing those girls have going for them is their bras. Oh, damn. I know. Nell smiles and says, um, I think Katie forgot her purse and I should bring it to her. Don't wait up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a joke. I was like, what? I love the way you, you read that so honestly. I'm like, oh, that's adorable. You just don't even get it. He's so pure. <laughs> I thought she would have said something a little sassier now, like, but she ain't seen a big bra TC mine. <laughs> Shit. She ain't sure them bitches. holders like I do. <laughs> I ain't sure them bitches a big bra. <laughs> now she says, Sounds like you're jealous, dear. Julie points to herself and asks, Me? Jealous? Of what? Ha! I say. She didn't say that, but she should have. Now, there are more important things in life than throwing parties and running after boys. 
Now says, yeah, like catching them. Oh, shit. I know. She went there. Julia walks back to Nell and says, I've got a real fun idea. Let's go upstairs and put lipstick on one of daddy's shirt collars. It'll drive him crazy wondering how I got there because he doesn't get laid. Get it? Because <laughs> he, he lives is. with all guys. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like. He hasn't had a woman touch him in years, you know, uh, that'll make him feel, we can laugh and laugh and they'll be like, did I get, did I get pussy Did I get drunk? <laughs> <laughs> Samantha, did, did somebody slip me a Mickey? Is that what it's did called? Did I get pussy last night, Samantha? <laughs> no. Did you fuck me last night? <laughs> and everybody's like, God, no, no. We don't need any more kids. <laughs> <laughs> it better be a boy. <laughs> then they both chuckle at their dad's misfortune. <laughs> and yes, Katie walks in. Katie excitedly says, hi, you guys. Julie, you'll never guess what happened at our club meeting. Julie, matching her excitement, says, y'all got together and OD'd on Clorettes. Katie, not trying to hear that, oh, shit. <laughs> rolls her eyes and says, Julie, I put your name up for nomination, and it got accepted. <gasps> Julie just stares at Katie and asks, I'm nominated? Katie says, yes. Julie confirms to the Silver Slippers. Katie <laughs> says, uh-huh. Julie, getting more excited, asks, I'll get a jacket and everything? When Katie says, sure, Julie throws her arms up and around her and says, oh, Katie, thank you. Oh, this is the most exciting thing that's ever happened to me in my whole life. Ever, ever in my whole, whole life. <laughs> wow. Nell looks at Katie and says, this kid would make a great revolving door. Katie says, <laughs> Katie turns to Nell and says, so would your, so would your mom. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mike Brady comes out and Kitty picks him up and drops him on the floor. Oh, shit. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, like I, I brought that up in the note. Like he lives with four females. Like how the hell would he be confused? <laughs> Instead, he'd be like, why the hell are you guys wiping your mouth on my collar? <laughs> no, I should be asking you, what the hell are you doing with yeah. my shirt? Why are you using my shirt as a rag for your makeup? <laughs> um, why are you kissing the collar of my shirts? <laughs> Katie's jacket that's the same style as our Rockledge jackets our high school jackets oh yeah, yeah. that really shiny kind of vinyl stuff yeah what the hell is Julie wearing it looks like the print of it is like a like a vomit print like if you think about <laughs> what vomit looks like on the floor that's what the print is that's true yeah. and she's wearing like a like a do-rag or something <laughs> <laughs> so is, is Julie in a gang does she feel like she has to dress like that because Nell lives there? Uh, if so, that's fucked up if she does. Mm. Does she have, what do they call them, Crips? Does she have corn husks? Corn husks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, that's from a movie, uh, uh, Better uh, One Crazy Summer. What do they call them, corn husks? It's a great movie. Anyways. Um, but yeah, I remember Clorette's like, I was like, holy shit. It was like, it was like gum or mints or something mint, like that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and I that's when I said when Katie walked in, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I guess she was <laughs> kinda hot. <laughs> yeah. hmm. Scene three. Up in Katie's room. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. 
Katie opens the door and yells, come on, Julie, move it. We only got two hours till the meeting. Julie walks in wearing a long skirt with pink, purple, and lavender stripes, a purple <laughs> flowered shirt with a teal bandana. <laughs> she holds out her arms and asks, how do I look? Mm. Katie turns around, takes it in and says, like an awning at a pizza shop. <laughs> Julie, if you're going to be a silver slipper, you got to learn how to dress with a little class. Julie asks, you mean like kindergartners? Just then, there's a knock at the door. Without opening the door, Katie asks, Who is it? The door is... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mr. Robinson. Yeah, that's a reference from a movie. No, that's a reference from Saturday Night Live. Oh, it's Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. This is how you answer that door in my neighborhood. <laughs> uh, anyway, <clears throat> the door is knocked on even harder, but Katie, not budging, asks, What? But just then the door opens and it's Jason Voorhees wearing oh, suspenders shit. and a striped shirt. And, you know, way shorter than usual. Oh, no, remember, it's Samantha. Oh. She walks in and says, You guys are no fun. She then takes off her mask, and the girls both begin to scream. <laughs> that actually caught me off guard. Actually, that was one of my laughing out loud moments. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Katie then walks over and asks Sam, "Where did you get that thing?" Sam says, "It's neat, huh? Steve Sandler lent it to me. He's on the hockey team. You want to see the blood stain where he chipped his tooth?" Jolie, ro- Jolie, really. <laughs> You just don't like your name. (laughs) No. Julie rolls her eyes and says, oh, gross. Katie, shutting that shit down, says, no, thanks. Goodbye, Sam. (laughs) As she shoes her out the door. Sam, not wanting to leave, turns and notices Julie and says, nice outfit. When Julie (laughs) says, (laughs) when Julie says, thank you, Sam says, I love shopping at garage sales. (laughs) (laughs) Katie, seeing Julie getting uncomfortable, says, out, Sam. Sam, really not wanting to leave, says, I'm sorry. I'll be good. I promise. I won't say a single word. Katie, falling for it, says, all right, but not one word. Sam sits in a chair and puts her hand up over her mouth. Getting back to business, Katie says, okay, Julie, let me see how you sit down. Julie walks over to the chair and sits with her legs spread. When everyone stares at her, she looks at each of them and asks, what's the matter? Hmm. Katie thinks and says, you look dumpy. Julie shrugs and says, I thought dumpy was in this year. (laughs) Hmm. Why do you you look like a trucker? (laughs) (laughs) So homeless trucker. (laughs) Just as I suspected... As soon as I heard Samantha like yeah. talk, I looked it up and I was like, oh, 100%, this, chick, yeah. this chick has done some cartoon voiceover work. She yeah. had to have. And 100%, everything in her fucking IMDb except for Give Me a Break is all cartoon awesome. shit. Yeah. And, uh, um, and she's still actively working. Um, she did do some other stuff too, TV and stuff like that. But and she, even as an adult now, like in her fifties, she still has that high pitched <laughs> voice. So does she? Does she do anything that people would know? Like anything? Any like was any of the characters you're like, holy shit, she did that character, or no? Um, I don't know if it's so much going to be holy shit character, more of like holy shit show, maybe. Oh, okay. Um, most recent thing is on. 
It's on Disney Plus, which is the ghost of Molly McGee. She's on that one. Um, and right now, Fortnite is doing their Lego stuff. She's done some voiceover work on that Lego Fortnite crossover. Okay. Um, she's a, I guess, a regular on Doc McStuffins. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> she plays Lambie, if you know who that nice, character is. Nice, yeah, I know Lambie, yeah. Um, done some Looney Tunes stuff. Um, oh, some stuff on, uh, that's cool. Um, what's that show? Uh, the, the Greens. Uh, I forget. It's a Disney Plus cartoon. I forget the name of it. Um, Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Everything goes back. She, Curious George. Um, trying to see if there's anything else notable here. I don't know. There's just a lot going all the way back to. Wow, I scrolled down for a while, and I'm <laughs> only at 2019. <laughs> so I mean, she's oh, wow. still nice. Yeah, she's. It's all voiceover stuff. <laughs> and I just scrolled down again. I mean, there's Adventure Time. There's I mean, everything you can imagine. Phineas and Ferb. That's a great show. Anyway, some video game stuff too. That's um, cool. Yeah, I was like, damn, she has got to have done some of the voiceover work. But, but before all the voiceover stuff and before Give Me Break, she was on Broadway. She did a production of The Music Man with Dick Van Dyke. Nice. So, what character she play or does it say? I guess it doesn't matter because I'm nerdy and I'm the only one that I don't know. The character <laughs> is, so. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> Anyways, um, Katie looks like she'd be Blair's cousin. <laughs> yes, yeah, you know she I mean? does have some Blair look about yeah. it. Yeah. Why does KV, Katie have the silver slipper sign in her room? Like, why does she she's have it? She's not the chairperson. Like, why does she have it? Maybe they all had get it one. Oh, know. maybe. Yeah. Scene four. Ooh. I'm sorry. Scene four. Nell walks in saying hello. Katie says, "Hi, hey, Nell. Come on in." Nell, noticing Julie sitting in the chair, says. Hi, sweetheart. How's it going? You going to take this load up to down 95 South? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sitting like a trucker. No. <laughs> uh, Julie glances at Katie and says, not great. Katie, not being able to stand Julie being Julie, says, come on, Julie, sit up. Which she does. Katie then says, put your hands at your side, both feet flat on the floor, chin up, back against the chair, look straight ahead. Seeing Julie looking almost military in stature, Nell says, any last words before I pull the switch? Yeah, dark. That was, an, that was another uh, laugh out loud moment for me. <laughs> Julie looks at her and says, I'll never make it. They're not going to want me. When Julie stands up and starts to freak the fuck out, Katie yells, Julie, you're panicking. Sam, seeing this is her moment, stands and asks, you want me to slap her? <laughs> that was my, that was, third that was laugh my out laugh out loud moment. <laughs> <laughs> That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Katie, keeping her promise, just points into the door and says, out. Sam, not sulking, says, it always works in the movies. Nell sits her down and says, come on, honey, just calm down. When sitting, Nell tells her, the one thing you need to be tonight is relaxed and cool. Katie adds, yeah, the slippers are really into cool. Julie looks at both of them and says, I'll give them whatever they want. If they want cool... I'll spit ice cubes. <laughs> and then she points to her crotch. <laughs> she then begins rapping. <laughs> Fuck the police. Hey, ice cube? Oh, ice cube. Yeah. I'll, spit, I'll spit ice cubes. Mel <laughs> <laughs> says, that ought to charm them. Listen, what else do the girls worry about? 
Katie answers, whether you can dance or not. Julia reluctantly asks, what's the latest dance? Nell speaks up and says, that's easy. <laughs> Anything the black folks were doing last year. Ooh. I kind of I kind of laughed out loud on that one, too. It's kind of true, though, if you think about it. <laughs> Katie rolls her eyes and says, <laughs> shut the fuck up, maid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she takes a, there's a glass of water next to her, and she goes, oh, and pours it on the floor. Clean that up. <laughs> Gosh, you're worse than Alice was. <laughs> she then walks out in the middle of the room and says, I think the latest dance goes like this. Let's see. One, two, three. Cross, turn, and touch. I did it. <laughs> then I limped to the side. Like, wait. Then I limped to the side like my leg was broken. Then I, oh. <laughs> Are you trying to get me in a wrap here? Yes. Oh, okay. Then I limped to the side like my leg was broken, shaking, switching, kind of like I was smoking. Crazy, whack, funky. People say, you look like MC Hammer on Crack Humpty. Huh. That was, damn. Hold on. Oh, yeah, my waltz still there. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember saying all that. <laughs> no. no, she said it was that, Was that Shock G? <laughs> it was, yeah. She then says, come here, try it. Soon they're both standing and going through the motions. One, two, cross, turn, and touch. <laughs> then out of breath. Within starts yelling, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Honey, that ain't it. Nell then walks to the center of the room, moves the girls out of the way, and says, look, you've been hanging out <laughs> This made me laugh out loud, too. <laughs> You've been hanging out with Republicans. I don't even know what the fuck it means, but it was just funny. Like, <clears throat> Julie, not feeling very confident, says, no, I don't know what to do. No, says, baby, when it comes to dancing, it's not what you do, but what you do with. And then she points to her crotch. <laughs> <laughs> no, she then gestures to her, her upstairs ladies. Exactly. If yeah. you will. She then turns to Katie and says, honey. Put some music on that tape deck. Miss Thang, you best move back before I hurt you. Oh, shit. I thought that was also made me laugh out loud. <laughs> when the music plays, Nell begins to shake that ass and watch herself. Right. Jimmy, she shakes that ass and shows us what she's working with. Man, this is like old school hip hop tonight. This is weird. <laughs> I don't, you, people were like, "Did we just turn on Yo MTV raps?" Because yeah, yeah, I, th I feel like we. I feel like you just spit rhymes. Then no shit, Katie starts doing the white girl groove. Yeah. After dancing for a bit, Nell says, "Okay, I'm tired. That's enough," and sits on the bed. It's almost like she's like a podcast host with exactly. us. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After a couple minutes, she's like, "Man, I need a break." Yeah. Uh, yeah, that slap line was pretty funny. That made me, her timing was just perfect on it. Just the yeah, enthusiasm yeah. She, and the, and the, the yeah, it was timing. the delivery and the timing, everything. Mm. She did perfect. Yeah. It's, what, what, what was that line? I just, lo I just locked your cat in the toilet. No, what was that line? <laughs> I just dropped or d pushed, knocked. I just knocked your cat in the toilet. I can't remember. Yeah. But it was funny. Just trust this guys. It was funny. Um, <laughs> people have no idea what we're talking about. No. It's from a show I did um, <laughs> called um, Star Spangled Girl. 
I just knocked your cat in the toilet. I, I can't remember. Anyways, it's not important. God, that's annoying. Fucking, oh, shit. That line fucking made me laugh. So fucking <laughs> I fucking I could not stop laughing. And Tasha awesome. was like, shh. I was like, no, she was fucking funny. <laughs> Oh, um, that's that's that was a really dumb dance. Like the one that she was trying to teach to that one, two cross. Like there ain't no way in fuck girls back then were doing that dance. That's fucking dumb. That's stupid. Right. Um, yeah, she was like, uh, I think I saw that in fuck. What's the line? I think I saw that in a Levi's commercial. And t- damn it, do you know what I'm trying to say? Nope. Oh. <laughs> Remember that movie? Girls just want to have fun. It was Sarah Jessica Parker. I've never seen it. Helen Hunt. I remember the movie, but I've never seen it. Oh, yeah. There was, they were like this dance contest thing. And this one, somebody was like, or oh, we could try it like this. And he does like a dance move. And she's like, oh, yeah. I think I saw that in uh, blah, blah, blah and two Levi's commercials or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, anyway, I like how Katie was legit doing the white girl groove. That was pretty funny. <laughs> um, Nell's got some sass and yeah, Nell was twerking. Now Carter was twerking. She I was really like, was, oh my yeah. God. Oh my God. <laughs> she was twerking before twerking was twerking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or man. I should have said what would make me sound more like gangster is she was twerking before twerking was working. See, oh, that's it. Shit. We fucking yeah. spit today. Yo, you, you better check your wallet. <laughs> I ain't even gonna check it. Fuck that. Isn't that like how gangsters talk? It, I think so, yeah. Well, yeah, we, we would know. Fuck that. Why are we asking? Yeah, we would. We don't need to ask. Yo, MTV raps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Scene five. Julie, feeling a bit more confident, admits, hey, this is kind of fun. Now I'm okay at being cool, sitting and dancing. You sure you don't like this outfit? When Nell and hmm. Katie simply stare at her, Julie says, I'll go look for another one. But before she can leave, Katie stops her and says, Julie, I have a better idea. Why don't you wear something of mine? (laughs) They run to the closet as Katie pulls Hmm. out clothes and lays them on the bed. She holds up a red dress and says, this might be really nice. Look, it'll make you look older. Nell says, honey, her clothes make her look old already. (laughs) (laughs) No, she doesn't say it, but it would be funny if she did. But Julie says, Katie, I really appreciate what you're doing for me. Katie says, Hey, what are sisters for? What is up, my sister? (laughs) Now then turns Julia around and says, Hey, you know what would knock them dead? If you took your glasses off. Oh, shit. Katie says, yeah, you know, I once saw this movie where there was this frumpy old librarian who ripped off her glasses and let her hair down, took off her painted overalls and got <laughs> got so much dick. I mean, uh, she turned out to be Raquel Welch. <laughs> Nell confirmed saying, yeah, it was amazing how her body filled out when those glasses came off. <laughs> All this somehow convinces Julie as she says, okay, I'll give it a try. Julie mm-hmm. takes off her glasses, but can't see shit. She leans mm-hmm. in close to see if she can see Nell. Nell just stares at her and says, we got a lot of work here, honey. Mm-hmm. You know, when she says honey right there, that immediately reminded me that she played the the owl in Fox in the House. <laughs> Who did? Nell Carter did? Yeah. I don't remember the Fox yeah. in the House. I don't know that I've ever seen it. Hmm. Well, when I was a kid, I used to have the uh, 
the record. <laughs> it okay. was a picture disc record yeah, yeah. of the Fox and the Hound, so I used to listen to it a lot. Nice. Yeah. Freaking nice. Fucking nice, right? Um, Julie kind of sounds like Mar- like uh, Lisa Simpson. Like her voice? <laughs> li- only because it's high-pitched. You know, kind of like... Uh, and, and Lisa Simpson-y. Just saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> did, did she not know that she can't see without her glasses? Apparently, she's never taken them off before. Yeah. She takes them off. She's like, huh? <laughs> Nell, is that you? Like, who the fuck she else? Turns, who else is in she the turns room? In, she turns into Velma, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no like when you take your glasses off or you just like put your hands out in front of you you're like whoa is anybody there is, yeah. who's there yeah attack it's me it's i'm just, still here yeah it's just so dumb anyways <laughs> it's almost like it's not real <laughs> scene six Ooh. downstairs oh shit we see Carl sitting at the table reading the newspaper when Samantha comes running down the <laughs> stairs. Carl turns and asks, so how are they doing up there? <laughs> Sam just says, weird. When Carl asks what she means, Samantha says, they don't even want to see the blood on the goalie's mask. It's a good thing I didn't show him the tooth. Right. When Ellen, when Ellen Katie came walking down the stairs, Carl asks, how's Julie? Nell says, chief. We just gave her an instant course in what, Miss Kate? Nell and Katie both shimmy as they say, cool. <laughs> just used to do that shit all the time in class. <laughs> I'd be like, look at each other. Yeah, because I'd be like, hey, look, I got this new trapper key, but you just shimmy and go, cool. It's like, why do you do that? It's so weird. <laughs> just then Julie comes to the landing on the stairs in a pink dress and her hair all <laughs> her hair all did she strikes a pose as the audience begins to wolf whistle at a child <laughs> <laughs> Sam looks at her and says I hope I look that pretty when I'm old <laughs> Carl stands up stares and says Julie you're beautiful did you put fucking lipstick on my shirt? <laughs> Julie says, thanks, dad. No, <laughs> Thank you, daddy. And she comes walking down the stairs. Sam walks over to her and says, you know, you look like you should be in the movies or a TV show. <laughs> and then she looks at the camera. Oh, that's actually what you just said. <laughs> and everyone gives Jim Halpert looking to the camera. <laughs> Julie looking irritated and without her glasses on asks who said that <laughs> that was apparently a really she don't know voices either when her glasses come off it's weird it was a really dumb joke but it actually caught me off guard and that was like another little out loud chuckle <laughs> that's <fun. laughs> Katie not having the patience for this picks up her car keys and says we're gonna be late let's go Carl with a last bit of advice says don't be nervous honey they'll love you Julie looking cocky ass why should I be nervous? I am super cool. I've got it, and I'm going to flaunt it. Oh, shit. She says that to her dad. <laughs> Say, speaking of super cool and flaunting cocks, oh, Jesus. God, I miss those Speedos. Go RHS. Wow. 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 <laughs> Anyways, before Julie can embarrass herself anymore, Kitty grabs her and says, come on, we'll be late. 
Kitty walks over, opens the door, but stops and says, You know, Julie, I'm kind of tired. She then turns and hands her the car keys to her blind as fuck sister and says, Why don't you drive? <laughs> but Big Daddy ain't having none of that. He walks over saying, Hey, 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 hey. But Katie quickly says, just wanted to see if you're paying attention, Dad. And soon Katie and Julie are off. Damn. Mm-hmm. So, okay. One thing that bothered me. By the time this came out, both Friday the 13th, 1 and 2 had already mm-hmm. come out. Okay. Why is there no Jason references in this episode? Well, I mean, aside from her wearing a mask and going, Rah! Yeah, but they don't, like, she doesn't have a, a, a knife. Like she doesn't like have you know what you I mean? Were, like they could have easily pull a knife on her sisters. Yeah, but they could have they could have made it more obvious that it was a, a Jason reference. I don't know. Um she Julie doesn't really look that much different. She's just not wearing ugly clothes. Like she's still wearing ugly glasses, but she doesn't have ugly clothes. She doesn't because everybody's like, ooh, like no, she, she looks the same. Glasses on. Like, oh, that's true, she didn't. But I mean everybody's like, ooh, like she looks the same. She doesn't she really doesn't look that much different. No, she took off her paint covered overalls, <laughs> took out her pony, took off her do rag, and took off her glasses. She's a totally different person now she's hot. Well she came down the stairs and that one chick with black hair is like, Congratulations. You just had your first slow walk. <laughs> what was that from again? It's from not another team movie. Oh, that was from yeah. that movie. Okay. Um, I even said that this is just like not another team movie. Um, <laughs> I like how super cool means dressing like the Golden Girls. Just kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I get is Julie not allowed to drive? No, she's, she's, like, she's like, you should drive. And he's like, hey, hey, hey. You know, like like that shit hit personal. Oh, with yeah, dad. yeah. Like he, he like, don't trust his daughters at all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't, don't, no, 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 no. Like, I'm kidding. Jesus. She didn't even have a license. She literally just got done telling her father, I got this shit and I'm going to fucking show that shit off and I'm going to be <laughs> slutty as fuck tonight. He's like, okay, baby, you just be good. Okay. But don't drive because you can't see. <laughs> I'm going to give out more tang than NASA. I don't know. I just like that tang <laughs> reference. <laughs> All right. So this is where we take our next break so Mm. katie is off to place her sister on a silver platter you know like the brady bunch Mm. in front of the silver slipper Mm. to see if they want her as part of their group Mm. with an episode title of julie's rejection (laughs) i wonder what's gonna happen (laughs) will she be accepted oh also she's dressed like a oh that's a golden girl number we'll be back comic book fan we've got a few questions for you were you obsessed with x-men as a kid did you stand in line to get a copy of the death of superman in the black poly bag did you buy every image comic no matter how long it took to hit the shelves then have we got the show for you Wizards, the podcast guide to comics, is the podcast where Adam and Michael re-examine the 90s comic book boom through the pages of Wizard Magazine and explore the world of gimmick covers, massive crossover events, and 
and find out if those 20 copies of X-Force number one you stashed in your long box really did put your kids through college. And that's not all. We also bring you exclusive interviews with former Wizard staff members who tell behind-the-scenes stories from the guide to comics that defined a generation in our special series, The Wizard Files. And wait, there's more! You'll get mini-episodes with 90s comic book reviews and more nostalgic fun. Wizards, the podcast guide to comics is brought to you by the Retro Network every Wednesday. So subscribe today on your favorite podcast app. And remember to keep your books bagged and boarded. So that was shimmied. That was some uh, some rhyme that you were spitting, you know, like you were freestyle. Why don't you give us a little sample of that? <laughs> give us more free sample. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you were doing it on break. Yeah. You were you you had the what you call it the flow. You told me to feel it or something. So let's let's let us feel it. Oh, it was, it's part of like you know it, it, it's along it goes along with all the pageantry. Okay. Um, okay. And I don't even have my do rag anymore. I can see if I can find that. And I had my like my Nike, my Nike. Wow, and I had like my Nike, like Fruity Pebbles on. But I can't find them anymore now. So it, it's really. I had a gold chain too. Over here now I know you're fronting. I can't find it. <laughs> oh, you ain't trying to hear that. I am not trying to hear that. Uh, mm. Okay, well that sucks. Yeah, it's a. It, it, I need all that on and, you know, mm. I, already, I already boxed it up, put it away. Okay. So since the holidays are over, do you have your Christmas tree still up or is it down yet? <laughs> now, when Christmas is over, right? Christmas is over. Okay. I mean, if I could put that shit away like at noon on Christmas Day, I would. Not that anybody's stopping me, but right, I'm just right. saying. Um, so what do you think? If fucking New Year's is over, did, what do you think? Did you ever put it up? Yeah. Did you decorate it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's so it's probably taken down. No. No, it's not. <laughs> Mine's not either. I still mine up. Yeah. But hey, we have a friend of the show, Ron. That guy leaves his trip, no shit, until almost summertime. Almost it until it's time it. to put it back up. Yeah, pretty much. I'm like I'm like, Ron, you're coming up to the point of no return here. Right, right. If right. you leave it up another month, you might as well just keep it up. Yeah. Well, see, it's like some of our, our European listeners, uh, in some countries, they celebrate it on January 7th. They don't celebrate on December 25th. So, you know, Tack and I really, we're leaving it up for you guys. You know, that's what oh, we're right, 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 right. I've got a good friend of mine lives in Serbia and she, yeah, they live, they, they celebrate on the, on uh, the day after three Kings day on January 7th. So there you go. Hmm. Yeah. But we, we have, like, I took down a lot of the, the actual Christmas decorations, you know, like the inflatables yeah. outside, you know, and the nativity and stuff like that. But the Christmas tree is still standing strong. So, yeah. Jimmy, I have a confession to make. I lied to you. It's, yours isn't decorated, is it? I mean, it is, but not, not really. Do you have, <laughs> it is. Do you have lights on? Lights are, yes, lights are on. Are, are there any Christmas ones on it? The only thing on it, as far as ornaments go, is candy canes. Because okay. I bought candy canes 
and then because Rand likes to eat them, you know. And I bought the regular kind, and then I also bought like this chocolate mint ones too. And um, so Rand usually spends the month of December eating candy canes, you know, off the tree or whatever, you know. And so I had those because I went to the grocery store and I had them. I was like, hey, we can put these on the. Tree. And he's like, cool. And then I just put them on the tree, and then we just never did it. But I still have all the box of ornaments still sitting next to the adjacent. To the tree, so right. So what you're saying yeah. is your Christmas tree is standing alone in a strange house, in a strange place, mm. just like you and Rannon were. Yeah, and you stripped the tea, the tree bare. Yeah, you only put on the candy canes that you like, and the ones Rannon likes alone with nothing else to distract it, to symbolize you two being in Illinois. And also in this strange place that we're in temporarily. Exactly. Because that's how we feel. We feel stripped. Exactly. That's deep, man. That's deep. That's what I was going for. I'm glad you you picked it up. It's very poetic. You picked that up. That's impressive that you picked that up. Because that's exactly what I was doing. Yeah. That's what I meant. And all the the Christmas lights... That mm-hmm. represents, you know, you trying to to act and put on a persona like everything's fine because, you know, because you're fronting. Yeah. Uh, and that's what the lights represent. You're you're too good. You're Boom. good at this. You're, you're good at this. I mean, this ex- that's exactly what I was doing. Ghost and pimples. I can't believe you, fi- Ghost pimples. you figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. And you figured that out. Hell yeah, like, I figured wow. that shit out. Oh. I'm going to keep that, that shit, shit from me. Okay. <laughs> 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 you know me too well, Jimmy Clyde. Yeah. Yeah. So you ready yeah. to uh, ready to get back at this? Yeah. Are you, are you done with us giving a prick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So when we left off, Julia's feeling left out of her older sister's social life until today. Katie says that she's been nominated to join the elite club called the Silver Slippers. After a much-needed makeover by Katie and Nell, Julie heads out to try and impress the other socialites. Hmm. Well, let's get back into this scene. Savon. At the Silver Sleepers meeting, house party, whatever. (laughs) They're not sleepers. They're sleepers. God, why am I fucking everything up tonight? At the Silver Slippers meeting or house party or whatever the fuck it is, we first (laughs) see a banner that says Silver Slippers. Cut above. <laughs> All the girls are talking and chattering when finally a bell is rang. Cindy from the Facts of Life announces, <laughs> bring in the next neophyte. A girl is brought out blindfolded and paraded around the room. Finally, the blindfold is removed. The girl looks around and says, oh, wow. I love the candles. Mm-hmm. Cindy says, you who stand before us and ask our acceptance speak mm-hmm. the neophyte says hi i'm babs pasternak a junior at lincoln high school home of the fighting bantams yay bantams yeah that's what it was yeah like bantam roosters yeah oh uh, uh, that makes sense later yeah. and you, i didn't feel the enthusiasm like she did hmm, that's weird <laughs> That's such a dang thing to say. She then begins jumping up and down, cheering, causing all the girls to clap. She continues, and I have just been elected president of the Rooster Boosters. Mm -hmm. I wanted to call them the Flock of Cocks, but they said no. (laughs) 
I don't know what was wrong with that name. Cindy then asks, is there anyone who would like to question this neophyte? Katie speaks up and asks, if I may, honored chairwoman. Okay, let's say you have this really outrageous cashmere sweater. Ready? One, two, three. You, you have, have this, this really, really outrageous, outrageous cashmere, cashmere sweater. sweater. Yeah. But the neophyte interrupts and boasts, I have six. Oh, shit. The girls all begin murmuring. Murmur, 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 murmur. <laughs> Katie, not liking where this is going, asks, if one of the girls in the club wanted to borrow it, would you let her? The neophyte immediately says, oh, for sure. You know, like a liar. Yeah. Hey, there isn't anything I wouldn't do for my club sisters. <laughs> Besides, I always welcome the opportunity to take off my sweater. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Katie looks at her deadpan and says, I don't believe you. <laughs> that would be cool if she did. Yeah. This is an opportunity right here, right? right? <laughs> Prove it. Cindy speaks up and says, okay, thank you. Take her away. Another girl escorts her out of the room as Cindy rings the bell and says, bring in the next neophyte. This time, Julie is brought in, blindfolded, of course. Like it makes a difference. <laughs> She's led around the room. And has the blindfold removed. Julia immediately begins to squint, trying to see, finally asking, what happened? Was there a power, power failure? Mm -hmm. Cindy says, you who stand before us and ask our acceptance, speak. She doesn't mm -hmm. say that, but she should. Julie then begins to turn up the charm, saying, well, uh, hi. My name is Julie Kaniski, and I'm a lunar at Jenkins High. As all the girls begin to laugh, Julie panics and yells, I mean, a junior at Lincoln High. As Julie, <laughs> as Julie looks around in embarrassment, Cindy puts her on the spot and asks, well, is there something else you would like to tell us about yourself? Julie, obviously not ready for this question, thinks and says, I once held my breath underwater for two minutes. One girl leans into another and says, I did that once making out with a lifeguard. <laughs> What? I did you that once making out with a lifeguard. <laughs> no. Oh. I, thought, I thought you would have changed it. I almost did that making out with a Speedo torpedo. Oh, uh, no. That's why would I bring that up? That's juvenile. I ain't the one that brings that shit up every week. <laughs> Bus? So. Tech. Sorry. <laughs> Is this a sorority for teenagers? Like, I'm so confused. It's like a debutante kind of thing. No. I guess she's not in college, is she? None of the girls are in college. Yeah. They're all, like, in high school. I think it's more like a debutante. Is that, really, is that a thing still, debutantes? <laughs> I'm not sure. If anybody knows, or if you were a debutante, don't be, don't be bashful. Let us know. We want to know if you're a debutante. Oh, trust. They're going to want to tell us. Well, because guys don't have anything that are equivalent to debutantes. I mean, there's Boy no. Scouts, but there's also Girl Scouts. That doesn't count. So <laughs> That's not nearly the same thing. Well, I guess they kind of do, but I mean, it's for, it's for when you get a little bit older. Um, girls, you're not allowed to, you're not allowed in. You're, you're just not. It's called a gentleman's club. <laughs> and all they do is practice gentlemanly things. That's it. You don't need to go. Yeah, we, you just take my word. We, 
Yep. I remember I had to go on it because I had to give a presentation on etiquette, table etiquette. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, you have mm-hmm. to sit there with your hands at your sides. You know, yep. sometimes, sometimes you don't, but we're not going to get into that. Do you still remember the secret handshake? Duh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's it. You remember. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so tame here. It's so tame in these, in these clubs that yeah. like when you dance, you're sitting like, you know, when people dance, yeah. you're actually sitting down. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. how, that's how lame it is. Yeah. So don't go, it's, <laughs> but you won't like it. Don't go. Um, I looked at, do you, do you know what neophyte is? Cause at first I was like, is that well, people that are addicted to sex? But I think that's something else. <laughs> well, Neo means new. Yeah. And fight is I just P H Y T E. I just picture that like a just like a thing. It's me. It means <laughs> like if there's somebody new, you kick their ass. No, uh, no, it, it means like a new person. That's what it means. I didn't know what it meant. So yeah. To, um, yeah, yeah. Nothing more fun than a bunch of high school girls having a business meeting on a Saturday night, right? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. You ready to go to our board meeting? Okay. Um, <laughs> Who's taking the minutes tonight, Julie? You're taking minutes. <laughs> oh, do I get to stay after and do the budget? Yes, you may. Uh, <laughs> Julie kind of reminds me of Alanis Morissette when she was on. You can't do it on television. <laughs> yeah, you don't like very so? specific. Uh, isn't that more like some Samantha? <laughs> no, like certain face. No. The way Julie looks. Hold on. Picture time. Um, all right. This is, and th- look, like, look at mainly her hair, not her hair, like her, her eyes and, you know, just the general look. Right. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. I was thinking more Samantha look, but I guess it is more of a Julie yeah. look. I mean, now that she has her glasses off and she looks totally different. Yeah. Hmm. For the purpose of the storyline of the show, mm-hmm. I think they should have, cause like back in the eighties, they were really big on peer pressure. It was like a big topic, yeah. you know, they should have had right. Julie. I'm sorry. They should have had Katie kind of succumb to peer pressure and actually join in and start laughing. You know what I mean? Like, and not say anything mean, but just kind of laughing and be like, no, I know, what? right? Fucking dork or whatever. Like, <laughs> or if she should have been reserved like she is, but then it seems like a very 80s thing to do. Like if, um, what Cindy or whatever, yeah. would be like, good Lord, Katie, like, where'd you get this girl? Like, oh my God, she's such a dork, right? Yeah. Right, Katie? She's a dork. And then Katie's like, totally, she's like my kid's sister. Yeah, she's stupid. You know. Or so does anybody know this girl and have Katie just sit there silently? Like, embarrassed. <laughs> Who sponsored this girl? Yeah. That's how I, I think they should have done that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Scene eight. One girl then says, oh, may I ask a question? Um, are you a virgin? Oh, shit. I know. Julie Dumbstruck just stares and asks, what? <laughs> Cindy repeats, a virgin. You know, sex. <laughs> Weenie and Vijayjay. <laughs> Making whoopee. The beast with two backs. The nasty. Bumping uglies. And down with the, <laughs> down with the pound. <laughs> That's someone who has, but Julie interrupts and says, Hey, I know what a virgin is. <laughs> the beast with two backs? What is that? That's the that's a Bible term. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. After a pause, one girl asks, 
so are you one? Julie, trying to play it cool, points at herself and says, me, a virgin? Ha! Don't be silly. <laughs> I totally love... <laughs> I have trouble with this one. I totally love groins and um, pubes, bag of sand. She then asks, Oh, so you've had a lot of experience. Julie boasting again says, Are you kidding? You think I'd let a body like this go to waste? I get Santa Ana slapped on the daily. Shit. When I go to the airport and they ask if I have any weapons, I tell them nothing but this bomb ass pussy. Bitches only turn up with their friends. What? I can't make this shit up, bitch. Damn. Right? That's crazy. Then they're all like, you're a fucking slut. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> no. They're like, wait, does she, have a, does she have a bomb? Do you have a bomb? <laughs> Cindy then speaks up and asks, when was the first time you French kissed? Julie, not very good at thinking on her feet, simply says, what? (laughs) (laughs) Finally realizing what she meant, says, oh, you mean like with an exchange student? The girls all begin to just laugh. Julie is finally corrected when she's told, you know, kissing with your tongue. Julie, looking disgusted, asks, you've got to be kidding me. Now beginning to make fun of Julie, one girl asks, is there such a thing as a geek at? Oh, burn. (laughs) Cindy then saved Julie by saying, I think that about wraps it up. Then sarcastically says, thank you, Julie. But as Julie goes to leave, she trips and falls and pulls the banner down off the wall. Mm. Hmm. I I like how they act like like the term virgin is a really serious topic. Like everything's like, (laughs) like, are you a virgin? That's like, (gasps) On a very special episode. Give me a break. You know what I mean? That's kind of the tone of it's it. Like, it's, kind of it's like the scene from Twister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where they're all eating dinner. Is there such a thing as a category five? <laughs> and you're nothing but forks, fallen plates. It was just like. People come in from the neighbors, come in. What? What? That's the finger of God. <laughs> That's such a fucking dumb part of the movie. So, it's so stupid. stupid. I mean, the God. movie itself is good, but like that scene is so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Like, who would do that? <laughs> and you know, all the actors laugh. They're just like, sorry, I can't, I can't do this with a straight face. Sorry. <laughs> so apparently you have to be a slut to be a member. At least that's what Julie thinks. I guess. I guess we know why they're called the silver slippers. If you know what I mean. Because they'd be slipping that shit in. I don't know. I don't know either. I just, I was kind of letting the imagination, yeah, your yeah. imagination kind of do whatever. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy, you're a slut. <laughs> they should call them the terrorists. Because <laughs> they, they all have all those pussy. bomb ass pussy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Scene nine. Back at the house, Samantha is watching Jaws mm. on the TV while Nell reads a book. Samantha, who's reading for quote unquote Bruce, says that a boy go get him ha that's it another one ripped to shreds (laughs) stupid speedos (laughs) now now interrupts and says samantha i can't do that without sounding like tony danza (laughs) samantha what's gotten into you lately 
Samantha asks, why? Because I'm watching Jaws. <laughs> now, puts her book down <laughs> and gets up to turn off the TV while saying no, because you're rooting for the shark. <laughs> as soon as she turns off the TV and Samantha begins to pout, Julie walks in. When Nell asks, how did it go? Julie says, mm, I don't know. You know, like a liar. Mm-hmm. They're voting now. Who cares anyways? There are a bunch of airheads. Just then, Carl walks into the living room. After they greet each other, Nell says, well, honey, when will you find out? Julie explains, well, there's nine votes to count. With those dumbbells, it could be a tie. <laughs> Burn! <laughs> Samantha speaks up and says You must have been nervous Your dress is all wet Hmm. (laughs) That was actually really really funny Uh, I thought she was implying like she wet her pants Or dress whatever (laughs) Julia looks down sighs and says That's what happens when some clumsy nerd Spills punch all over you What a farce Hmm. Samantha not believing what she's hearing says Somebody spilled punch on you Who was it Julie smiles and says, me, Hmm. as she gets up to go upstairs. But before she can go, Nell stops her saying, wait, 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 wait. Come here, honey. Did they ask you any hard questions? (laughs) Hard. (laughs) Julie says, oh, you know, those kind of girls now, they all... They all want to know the same thing, you know, the old virginity question. <laughs> Sam leaps to the other side of the couch asking, what virginity question? Virginity. <laughs> Manel shuts that shit down saying, Samantha, turn the TV on and watch Jaws eat Boston. Mm-hmm. Julie continues saying, <laughs> and I nearly burst out and laughing when they asked me about sucking. Di- I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, French <laughs> kissing. Julie tries to escape upstairs again, but Carl shuts that shit down and asks what we're all thinking. Mm-hmm. French kissing virginity. What were you trying out for a porno movie? <laughs> porno. Exactly. <laughs> Julie explains. Look, dad, it's all a big joke. I want to go upstairs now and write this all down before I forget how hysterical it was. <laughs> Carl stands up in amazement and says, I don't get it. How is she a virgin? <laughs> no, no, he doesn't say that. I've been fighting it though. <laughs> well, no, you're a virgin? What the hell? Kid? Really? What kind of kids did I raise? <laughs> you fucking virgin. Go upstairs. You really are a nerd. Um, I, I figured that's why you're getting such good grades. Because you're not smart. You can't see. <laughs> now, thanks for a moment and says, Chief, I think I'd better go check on her. Carl's like, okay, dickhead. Sorry if you know the reference. (laughs) (laughs) Pal. Yeah. After Nell leaves, Samantha says, Dad, can I ask you a question? What's French kissing? Carl thinks about how to explain this and says, Samantha, if someone asks you that, you scream Mr. Wilson's uncle. (laughs) You know when some apples are on a tree... And they're ripe and ready to be picked. And some are still green and immature. Samantha confused says, yeah, I guess so. Carl says, yeah, well, get back up on the tree. And don't come down till you're married because mm. you ain't getting eaten anytime soon. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just saying. 
metaphorically speaking. Yeah, don't even think along those lines. <laughs> so they make a Jaws reference. It only had one movie, but <laughs> not a Jason that had two movies. <laughs> That's kind of fucked yeah. up. And also mm. when this came out, like Jason had just came out like six months prior. It would have been brand new. It would have been right on people's minds. I guess well, they didn't want to came out. Yeah, but, but I guess they didn't they want people to watch. All right. Why is, why is she so arrogant about being smart? Yet she's so freaking stupid. <laughs> I mean, it's like they have a character bragging about being smart, like screech. Okay. He was fucking smart, right? Yes, he went, didn't have a way with the ladies. Yeah, he was kind of dorky, but he was smart because he made a robot. And he went to outer space. Come on. But like, has she ever done anything smart? Like, I don't know. I, I you know, don't have like, reference to this one episode. Hmm. Um, so what I'm confused about. Nell says the line and watch him eat Boston. Yeah. Right. Amity Island. Yes, it's fictitious, but Amity Island was supposed to be off the coast of Long Island. Right. Okay. The real shark, because a lot of people don't know Jaws was based on a, on a, tr- on a real thing, on a true story. The real shark was in New Jersey. So where the fuck did she get Boston? Like, where did that even come in? I don't know. Maybe the writer, I guess, was because I know it takes place in New England somewhere. Right. So maybe the writer was thinking Massachusetts and just kind of. It was filmed in Martha's Vineyard, but that's not where it took place. Hmm. I don't know. And the real incident happened like miles and miles in. Like that's what made it so weird. It was like a, a freshwater canal that led out to the ocean, and well, some mm. some good dude got attacked by a great white shark like twenty miles in. That's weird. Anyways, hmm. Scene ten. Ooh. Upstairs, Nell is talking to Julie. Mm. Nell says, "So you weren't too comfortable tonight, were you?" Julie grabs Nell by the hand and pulls her to sit down next to her on the bed. As oh, she shit. says. <laughs> no, oh. I felt great. It just dawned on me while I was standing there. Why should a girl with all my brains work so hard to be phony? Mm. Nell says, oh, child, <laughs> I know just what you're talking about. I once knew this other maid out in California. <laughs> she was so damn phony. Acting like she cared about those damn kids. Acting like she wasn't humping their dad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every time I see those leggy blondes like Bo Derek, I know I'm three times a woman she is. Now then looks confused, counts on her fingers and says, no, four. <laughs> that also made me laugh. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Julie lays back on her bed and says, oh, this feels so good. Oh, shit. I love being dumpy. Now we be my bumpy. (laughs) (laughs) Now tell me I'm your dumpy. What? (laughs) Cut that or what? I don't know. (laughs) Why does she say it feels so good? Is that like a joke? I don't know. I think she's trying to play it off like she's. It's. It feels good to be smart again or something. Or I don't. I don't know what she's getting at. Julie lies back on the bed and says, oh, this feels good. I love being dumpy. It's great being back to me. Who needs all this fake stuff? Another girl is saying, right. Julie thinks for a moment and says, for now on, I'm just going to be me. Julie then takes off her pearls and her shoes, the plain me. The real me. She then takes socks out of her bra. (laughs) Ah. Ellen and Julie then hug. Hmm. Her glasses are so freaking ugly. 
<laughs> God, like no matter what decade you're in, why would anybody? No, I want the no, I want the squid. No, those big ones, the one oversized. That's the one I want. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> um, do you any of the size of like saucers, like for milk? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the same. Like speaking of who's the boss, same ones that like <laughs> like fucking uh, uh, Angela wears. Yeah, Angela. Yeah. Big huge saucers on her face. <laughs> hmm. Like the like the ant in Home Alone. Um. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, like the one that comes in and says, "Do you have insect. the? Do you have one of those um charging adapters?" And and no. the father goes, "Here's the charging adapter," and hands her Kevin. <laughs> anyway, never mind. Yeah. Um. So at this point, like I always make my notes like according to how I watch it, kind of thing. I don't get it. Like, is she really okay or is she pretending? Because the acting is mm-hmm. horrible and I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know yet at this point. Okay. Scene 11. Down at the table, Samantha and Carl are at the table. <laughs> Samantha doing homework mm. and Carl doing bills. Samantha says, you know, Dad, I've been thinking. With all this girl stuff going on, it must be kind of tough being the only guy in the house. Without looking up, Carl says, it's murder. <laughs> Just then, Kate slowly walks in looking disappointed. Samantha cheerfully says, hi, Kate. When Carl notices her, he asks, what happened? Katie shakes her head and says, she didn't make it. Samantha says, she's dead. <laughs> Samantha says, holy crud. Carl looks at her and says, you watch your whore mouth. I shouldn't say that, but (laughs) Carl says, well, how could that be? She's your sister. Mm. Katie, looking disappointed, says, sorry, dad. I did the best I could. Carl puts his pencil down and walks over to Katie. He says, Katie, I want you to quit that club. Mm. Katie, not believing what she's hearing, says, dad, that's crazy. I mean, I nominated Julie and I voted for her. Why punish me? Carl, sounding stern, says, it's not you. It's those girls. They don't care who they hurt. Katie, trying to sound disappointed, says, Dad, they're my friends. Carl, now getting pissed, raises his voice and says, friends, if they don't want your sister, they can't have you. Mm. It's got to be a threesome. (laughs) Carl turns away and goes back to the table. As Katie follows them, she says, Dad, that's ridiculous. Looking for someone to be on her side, she looks at Samantha and says, isn't that the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard? Samantha, looking nervous, says, I'm on his side. It's easier. Katie then says, Dad, if I quit, I'll be a social outcast. I'll be a nothing. I'll be a Jan. (laughs) Carl turns and asks, like your sister? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I felt that. I he felt that. With the cold, hard truth. He did. Then he holds up a mirror and says, look what you... No, no, no. Um, <laughs> I, I do like how protective the character is of his kids. Yep. And, and he expects her to be as protective as he is. It's true. So, yeah. It's not a bad thing. Hmm. Scene 12. As if on cue, Julie comes walking down the stairs, says, hi, guys. What's going on? <sighs> Katie, trying to act normal, says, nerfing. 
<laughs> you know, I like you a lot better in your glasses than I. I'm sorry, Julie. You didn't make it. Julie's like, I died? <laughs> Julie's trying to play cool ass. Didn't make what? Oh, you mean the stupid club? What a relief. Katie surprised the bushes hearing ass. What are you talking about? Julie explains, I realized tonight those girls just aren't for me. I was afraid it hurt your feelings when I turned them down. Samantha confused asks, you mean you really don't care? Julie smiles and says, no. Samantha getting irritated for Julie says, boy, I'd high stick their teeth out. Katie sits next to Julie and says, Julie, that's such a relief. Dad wanted me to quit because of you. Julie gets up and walks to Carl saying, Dad, that's so silly. So silly. <laughs> Kitty belongs to the slippers. Those are her friends. She's one of them. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Kitty looks at Carl and says, you see? Julie then explains, Katie, Katie can have her friends and I can have mine. She then turns to Katie and says, Katie, you ought to stay in the club. I know how important it is for you. It doesn't mean anything to me. I'm too busy. Who has time for that sort of stuff anyway? Julie, now starting to get upset, says, The truth is, I really don't even care. And all I wanted was a crummy jacket. Can you believe it? I mean, of all the ridiculous, silly... <laughs> I just wanted a jacket instead. Not being able to keep up the act any longer... Julie begins to cry. Kitty pulls her in, hugs her, and says, See? <laughs> this is why your bitch ass didn't get in. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking scrote. <laughs> Kitty says, Don't cry. They're not worth it. Julie says, They're your friends. Kitty says, not anymore. I'm quitting. When Julie tries to stop her, Katie shows her why she's a better older sister than Marsha is, saying, us Kaninskis stick together. Mm. Then they both hug. That is Katie and Julie, not Katie and Marsha. Oh. oh, okay. I was confused for <laughs> yeah. a second. Marsha's not in this episode. Okay. I'm glad you clarified that. That was confusing. Yeah. yeah. Samantha jumps up and says, you know, Dad, I have a great idea. We should form our own club. We can think of a name and have initiation and cut our wrists and take a blood oath. That made me laugh out loud. <laughs> then we can get a goat and a baby and we can make another. <laughs> we can make an altar. <laughs> oh, my God. What kind of weird stuff is that girl into? She needs to quit watching hockey. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cut off by Carl, who says, speaking of blood, that reminds me. Stop flushing those damn things down the toilet. <laughs> oh, my God, Jimmy. That's gross, Tack. Yeah, why do you add shit like that? <laughs> I've got something for you. Samantha excitedly asks, are we going to another hockey game? Carl says, no, something much better than that. Carl pulls out a bag then reveals a tutu. Oh, shit. Samantha just stares at it in horror and says, no. <laughs> no. As Kate and Julie laugh, Samantha tries to slap it away. <laughs> Take it away! She then tries to run up the stairs, but it's picked up by Nell and her sisters, and then freeze frame! Man. 
Man, that was some of the worst acting ever. Not you, the TV show. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, because I fucking hit that shit. But like when when Julie says, you know, Katie has her friends and I have mine. I swear you can hear people going, <laughs> you know, like, does she have any friends? Like, really? Like, <laughs> like she can't have friends. There's no way. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways. Um, you know, Katie says she quit, but like, did she? <laughs> hey, Wendy, do you want to go like get some ice cream after school tomorrow? Oh, uh, well, uh, Juliet, I want to, but I, I can't. I gotta, I gotta go to the library. That's a library. I gotta go to the library. <laughs> really? It's the <laughs> well, same, no, same time as your media. I know, right? Yeah, it's weird. I gotta go to the library too. That works out. So we can go to the library and then get ice cream after that. <laughs> Did I say library? That's weird. <laughs> Um, that's that tutu is not going to fit her. There's no way. <laughs> no, that it looks like it was for, for an infant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <clears throat> but that, that is another final like laugh out loud moment. Yeah. <laughs> Just Samantha's reaction to like that tutu. And it was fucking funny. What's funny is that laugh. consistently the funniest parts of this episode, I think were Samantha. <laughs> like, she, was really funny. Like, she was trying to slap it away. It just like that cracked me up. Um, she legitimately looked like terrified of it. Yeah. it I mean, the actress, she's ballsy. You know what I mean? Like she may not have been, none of them are the best actors or actresses in the world, but she wasn't embarrassed. Like she kind of fucking went for it. So she's pretty funny. Now I do have another confession to make here. So yeah. <laughs> the scene where Julie started crying, that actually got to me. <laughs> I actually it? felt that. Yeah. Huh. Cause I wasn't expecting it. I th- see. And that's what bothered me is I wouldn't expect it either, but it wasn't cause the acting was good. <laughs> that's what bothered me about it. Like they could have played that up so much better if the acting was better. But. Right. And I liked the fact that it, she didn't slowly cry. It turned into a uh, immediately. She's crying now. Yeah. 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 And I yeah, liked I, that. That was nice. Cause you weren't expecting it. Yeah, you really was, thought, Oh, maybe she is okay. Yeah. Like, then, I get, yeah. Maybe it did play better since they weren't foreshadowing, you know, you were kind of guessing the whole mm-hmm. time, like, well, is she serious? Or maybe that was just mm-hmm. for us because this is a lone episode that we've watched. But. Yeah, maybe so. Hmm. So that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. Um, I was like, that was, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's cool. That was a those are gangster episode. They were, yeah. We were very urban in that episode. It's weird. Hmm. <laughs> all right. Well. You know what we did here tonight? We had a we had a good time. And remember, we do love these shows all about the good times and the laughs. We would also personally like to thank our producers from Patreon because without you guys, this wouldn't be possible. And of course, of course, we have two shining stars in our sky of Patreons. Really? Who? That's Ginny and Jim. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Jiminy. Yeah, they're the first ones that, that, that supported us, the first ones that... Um, became patreons and uh they're ops and so they're always they're always going to get a shout out so mm-hmm. we thank you guys we appreciate it we thank all our patreons but we always give a special shout out to them too um but also homework assignments i know oh, i can geez. hear you moaning i hope you're moaning because of the homework assignments um <laughs> number one check out the website www.averybirdypodcast.com uh, do a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, CastBox, or Audible. Tell two friends about the show. And if you don't have two friends, I want you to go to a debutante party and try to join. And when they say, what can you tell us about yourself? You say, well, you know, I listen to this podcast, but you, but the other you have to pick two. And the rest of them have to hold their, like, plug their ears and sing happy birthday. 
<laughs> yeah. You can send an email to the show and tell us how you like or dislike the show at a very brady podcast at gmail.com. Join the Facebook group and join in on the conversation and all the fun. I had a very pretty Facebook group and it's kind of like when I see people interacting on the Facebook group, it's cool. But every once in a while I'll see people that like that I've met through the show, listeners through the show that I'm friends with on Facebook Mm-hmm. And I'll see them interacting with each other off of the Facebook group. I'm just like, I know, oh, isn't that nice? It warms your dogs. Yeah. And then you know that they're friends on yeah. Facebook too. And it's like, Aww. oh my God, our children are getting along. <laughs> so I always thought that was cool. Yeah. If you'd like to be a producer, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash a very Brady podcast. And you can get access to our after hour show, which you heard a sample of a couple weeks ago. And it is unscripted, intimate, relaxed, and commercial free. Yeah. Check out our Instagram at a very Brady podcast. Uh, Follow us on Facebook and get real time updates. Go check out the Retro Network. That's our parent network. If you like the, the retro aspect of the show, they're not as silly as we are. I'll be honest, they're nowhere near as silly as we are. But the retro aspect, they really dive into that deep. So if you like that aspect of it, definitely check out the Retro Network. You'll love them. And you can check it out at theretronetwork.com. Indeed. Check out our shop with our affiliate link at com slash shop. Check out our Public merch store. The link in the description in this and every episode. We have some, some t-shirts that I can confidently say you can only find on our Public store. It's the only place mm-hmm. you're going to find them. Mm-hmm. So go check it out. Indeed. But most importantly... Go check out some classic, iconic TV shows. And Tack here is going to tell you what you can watch next. Tack. So after entering, thank you, Jimmy. After entering all of our data into our randomizer. uh, You're welcome, Tack. Randomizer 3000. It will randomly pick the next episode for us. Engage. Okay, so on the next episode, oh, Jimmy. What's that? Remember we, remember we made a little promise that we we're always going to be keeping this Brady. Yeah, yeah. And we also made a promise that we we're going to be redoing some of the episodes in oh, season shit. one. Oh, shit. Do you, do you see where I'm going I with this? I see where you're going with it. It's who's the boss, ain't it? We're doing who's the boss. <laughs> no. <laughs> so on the next episode, we're going to watch the Brady Bunch Season one, episode three. Oh shit, that's going way back. Entitled Eeny Meeny Mommy Daddy. Huh. And this one's about, if you don't remember, Cindy lands the lead role in her school play, but her joy turns into sadness when she discovers that because of a seating shortage, she can only invite one parent to the play. Oh damn. Well, she only has one real parent there, so that works out. <laughs> <laughs> and the show is available to stream on Paramount Plus. Nice. Yeah. So we're going to go back to That'll Brady. Back some memories. It's going to be yeah, so much fun. Cool. I love going back to the Brady's again. So now we get to compare Katie and Marsha back to back. Oh, shit. To see who's the better big sister. Mm-hmm. I have a sister off. Ooh, what else? What else? Uh, what else could they do? <laughs> Sorry. Make out. Uh, hmm. Anyway, that'd be fun. Yeah, going back to our roots. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
All right, so unless you have anything else? Uh, nope. I think that's it. No. In that case, I've been Jimmy. And I've been Tack. And this has been a very Brady podcast. And we will see you on another sunshine day. Keep smoking. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network. <laughs>